Well, hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me. This is Ross Jones, your business coach, with my weekly podcast show, Bold Business Bites, coming to you from Yorkshire. This is where I have a great conversation with a phenomenal female business boss, and we share some of the bold stuff they do, lessons they've learned, adversities they've overcome, and the fun they have. And then I'll be dipping into my toolkit and sharing with you a top tip. Business can be lonely, so make sure you join us each week and be part of our show. So hello and welcome to episode 12 of my Bold Business Podcast show, where I speak with Helen Marsden, the owner of the Park Manor Hotel in Scarborough, North Yorkshire. Helen's been running this lovely hotel for over 30 years, and we talk about some of the changes she's seen in that time and the main challenges faced by independent seaside hotels. Her one piece of advice for people in business is to take the time to step back and see the bigger picture. Otherwise, you could find yourself running around like a headless chicken, as she says. So please go ahead and enjoy listening to episode 12. So hello and welcome to Helen Marsden from the Park Manor Hotel in Scarborough. Hi, Helen. Hi, nice to see you. Thanks so much for taking part in our podcast show. Helen, we've known each other for a while now and, um, and I remember this hotel probably from my very, very early visits to Scarborough in about, I would say about 1998, I should think I came to stay here with my husband. So tell me, how long have you been here? Tell me your story. Right. Um, My parents came down from Scotland many, many years ago when I wasn't even probably a twinkle in their eye. There was a great sort of synergy between Scotland and and Scarborough and and the East Coast. So they came down and my father, I think, had several jobs and my mum ran a little B&B and she had my sister and I. And we grew up in the hotel business. So at the age of three or four, you were washing up at the sink. Were you here then? No. Okay. No, that was at the B&B. Okay. And then she went a little bit larger and a little bit bigger. And then we had a hotel in York. And then we came back to Scarborough because my parents really liked it. And I met my husband in York and he came back through here with me. And my mum and I ran Park Manor from about the mid-1980s. Okay. And then it was, people didn't just come for two or three days. They came for... A week yeah. or a fortnight, yeah. you know, the big cases and and um, they'd be on the seafront and enjoying the buckets and spades and the ice creams. But it's changed. Mm-hmm. And people are happy to go away for two or three days at a time and enjoy maybe the open-air theatre, come to Scarborough, go along the seafront. Yeah. But the weather play, plays an enormous part mm. in how busy Scarborough is. Yeah. Last year, we had a really hot year last year, didn't we? we did. Was that really good for you? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. The phone rings yes. if the sun's shining. Yes. So if we've got, we're at a bank holiday weekend this weekend and there's a few rooms left, we won't worry about that because it will pick up either tonight or yeah. tomorrow morning yeah. and those rooms will most definitely go. So do people tend to just wait for the weather reports and then just book I think in? Them, yeah, really? I think they wow. must do, honestly. Wow. Or I think they kind of like go, oh, do you know what? It's a bank holiday this weekend. Why don't we just have a couple of Go days to Scarborough? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they do. But there's a lot of day trippers come to Scarborough. Yeah. And I think quite a lot of people are put off by the A64 coming mm. along. But you know yourself, you travel to anywhere 
you're going to hit some sort yeah. of... I travelled to York to go yeah. shopping, you hit the traffic. Yeah. It's just for how it is. Well, we could have a whole conversation about the A64, but maybe not. That's no, maybe for no, another let's day. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's interesting, the impact on that such things like roads mm-hmm. have on our businesses, isn't mm-hmm. it, really? It is. Like, I think, again, it's that psyche, they get in the head. Do I want to be stuck in the traffic yeah. for an hour? But you sometimes have to go through those not such nice bits to get the nice bits Absolutely. on the other side. And the other side is getting here yes. and having a lovely, wonderful scenery and um, enjoying the, the fresh air. As my father-in-law says, he's always more tired when he's in Scarborough. Yeah. The air, it wears me out. And the hills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just going back to that road, though, just one, one little comment. I just, it made me think, a few years ago, I was speaking to, I think it was somebody from the council, actually, I have to say. And I said... What about the A64? You know, isn't because mm. um, somebody was mentioning that the road to Blackpool. I've never actually been to Blackpool, I have to admit, but the road to Blackpool apparently is a motorway. Yes. So somebody was saying, "Well, why can't we have that to Scarborough?" And he said, "Well, the reason for that is because people have such a tough job getting to Scarborough along the A64 that they'll stay for longer." If you had a decent road, oh. then they'd just turn around and go back home again for one day. That's what his, oh, that's what his, I don't know if I'm believing <laughs> that. I just thought that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't <laughs> I think that works. I don't think it's all right. No. So you've been here for, for years, okay? Yeah, yeah, nearly 30 years. So you must have seen some changes then. You mentioned some people used to come for weeks on mm. end and now it's, is it the majority people? Majority sort of okay. two, three nights. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay. um, but they'll maybe come away two or three times a year. Yeah. Rather than having a week somewhere, yeah, we'll go. Yeah. Let's go off to Scarborough this weekend, yeah. or let's go to Helmsley another weekend, or yeah. or during the week. Obviously, if the people aren't working, they can come yeah. any other time. Yeah, we thought we used to do that. So my husband, he fell in love with Scarborough because he used to come here for his whole six weeks school holiday. Wow. Do you get people who stay for this? No, no, no we don't get that. Yeah. No, I mean maybe the, if they did that, maybe now there's. The, the accommodation is other places have apartments, yeah. studios. Yeah, so maybe if somebody was coming for yeah, that length true. of time. Yeah. And obviously we've got the caravan parks further yes. along the coast. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I presume they're doing well. They seem to be busy when it's yeah. in the season. There's so many, aren't there? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. So what's your biggest challenges, do you think? <laughs> challenges on a day-to-day basis mm. is probably staffing. Yeah. Making sure you keep everything running correctly. Yeah. Keeping the staff happy. Keeping it all upbeat and light, dealing with day-to-day problems of bath overflowing and stuff coming through your ceilings mm. and, and bits like that. The other side is getting as many guests as we can yeah. through our doors. So it pays all the staff's wages yes. and is enough left for refurbishments and keeping things up to date. I'm very aware of a, a wall that needs painting or new curtains that need putting up. Yeah. And I get very upset when on TripAdvisor somebody else say, oh, the hotel was wonderful, it looked fresh and clean, and we loved our room, and somebody could be staying at the same time, and they'll say, oh, it was outdated, it it was tatty, it was this, it was that, and I think, oh, gosh, so you're never going to please everybody, but obviously we try and please the majority. And some people may come, and part manner's not for them. Mm -hmm. They maybe do want a, a premiere in where they've got the room. They know what the room's going to look like when yeah. they get there. Yeah. The beds are going to be like that. They know what colour the covers are going to be. Yeah. Ours, you know, it was a purpose-built building in the 1930s when you didn't have ensuite bathrooms. Mm. So obviously now they all do. So yeah. some of the rooms very vary in size. Yeah. So we're not all a, a six foot by six foot room yeah, or whatever box. it is. Twelve, yes. 
they, they do differ. And it's sort of getting across that you're not just paying for the bedroom. You're paying for the facilities and the, mm-hmm. and the staff that we, we look after. Yeah. So that they are happy to look after the guests. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, often it's very, very, very rare we get a, a negative comment about the staff, which is fab. Yeah, it is. Um, the, the food, we get great comments about the food. I would say our only negative is probably the size of some of the bedrooms, but right. some people are happy with it, some yeah. people aren't. If they're not, they probably won't come back and we've probably done the best we can with them. I would say the main thing is making sure we get people through the door so we can service those yeah. people and make them happy. Yeah. I've stayed in lots of hotels and um, customer service, I have to say, is one of my biggest um, peeves at places sometimes, you know, okay. because you can go into a hotel and the person on reception can just be looking at the computer or reading a book or something and they just don't look up or they don't smile, don't acknowledge mm-hmm. you in any way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you think, you know, should I just walk out? But so, yeah. ha- what do you do about Christmas service? Your- By the way, when I came in, oh god, I was, I was just going to say, was how greeted, was it? I was greeted very positively. So oh good. So thank yeah. you for that oh, training. Yeah, but how do good. you how do you maintain those standards? Mm. I mean, we don't do we don't send them on training courses. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a an ongoing all the time. Yeah. And I think because a lot of the staff have been here so long, they know what's expected of them. It's very natural for them to. Yeah. We all have off days. You do. I do. There's going to be times when, you know, you, you really don't want to go to work that day. But when you are in front of the, it's okay if the chef's in a grump, nobody sees him. Well, it's not all right for the rest <laughs> of the staff working with him. Right. But out front, yeah. you, you, you've got to be good. And again, some people have had an awful journey getting here. One guy got bit with a, a bee on his way here or a wasp in the car. We didn't know that. So he'd absolutely gone nuts with us at reception and then we were, he said oh no, on the way here I got stung and I'm across he wasn't cross at us no. he was cross at his situation and yeah. it's kind of just sort of learning to deal with that and rather than mm. making excuses to a, a customer saying I'm sorry we didn't get that yeah. right or I'm sorry you didn't enjoy your stay but it, you know I'd love you to come again and we can maybe show you one of the suites that you maybe could stay in and hopefully you don't get stung on the way here you know <laughs> and you're a nice person and yeah. um, and it's just, yeah, so the staff are they're led very well by Alice and our general manager. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. She's great with kids. She's great with older people and everybody in between. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think it's a case of us not saying to them, this is what we want you to do. It's leading by example. Yeah. So absolutely. if I go through and engage with somebody and smile, it's obvious that's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How many staff have you got here now? We've got about 30 altogether, okay. but about sort of 10, 12 full time. Right, okay. And then we have a lot of um, young staff, mm-hmm. which our guests love. We don't take them on from the age of 15. Right, okay. So they'll work weekends and maybe work for our Sunday lunches, Saturday evening and maybe one night during the week. There is rules and regulations when you should have them, but we kind of we don't overwork them. Yeah. So that works really well. And again, they're trained. Yeah. So... They're clear to the correct side. They put the glasses down yeah. at the right side. Yeah. And, you know, they'll make sure they clear the cutlery away that's not being used. And, again, that's where that in-house, although it's not training as such, it's on-the-job training. Yeah, it's on-the-job training. Yeah. yeah. Right. What's your um, plans? What's your vision? What's your goals for the, for the for hotel? For the hotel. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see the occupancy go up. Mm-hmm. That would be something that I would then give me – great satisfaction and also the funds to be able to do 
more to it. Yeah. I don't want to be holding to the bank yep. in a big way. Mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate that this has been passed down to me through my parents. So I don't have huge bank fees. Um, I mean, I know interest rates are low at the minute, but um, I've always had the sort of philosophy that my father taught me and my mother that if you can do it out of the profit that you're making, yeah, yeah yes, I have a working overdraft. Uh, you know, because it's very seasonal, yeah. so and that's how I have to run that. So if my occupancy went up, one member of staff can serve ten people, or one person that Absolutely. member of staff still yeah. costing me that price. Yeah. So it's making sure we get that occupancy lifted. That's my challenge, and that's what my vision is going forward. Yeah. And just making sure I keep the upkeep of the hotel. Is your goal to pass it down to your children? No. Okay. Um, are they interested? No, they're not. My son's doing engineering, my daughter's okay. doing psychology, right. and I've got one sister, um, and she has a completely different career. So, no, I don't think so. I think there will come a time, and as we touched on briefly the other day, I, I'm very aware that when you sell a business, obviously the more profitable it is, yes. the higher you, yeah. Can, yeah. you can ask for it. Yeah. So, yeah, so a goal would be keeping it at that level. Yeah. Increase the profits, grow the profits. Yes. Yeah. So, what about Scarborough then? Have you got any? Um, you know, are you are you happy to stay here? What's what's great about Scarborough for you? The the openness. Mm -hmm. you, it's not closed in. Yeah. It's not high rise. It's um, you know coming along the bay in the morning when I come to work. I live on the South Bay. The hotel's yeah. on the North Bay, and you know I, most mornings I drive around the front and it's breathtaking. Yeah, absolutely. It's stunning. You you know people you could say we well, could be in the South of France or somewhere. Yes, you could. The sun's on the water. It's lovely. It's yeah. not a hemmed in place. No, it feels right. it feels nice. Yeah. Years ago, um, before I started my business, I um, used to. I have to go down to London a lot uh, for my job. And uh, so if, if I'd been away all week, my husband would pick me up at the station and he'd bring me round to this North Bay. And it would just be like, oh. You did your shoulders go down? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> they did. Yeah, we, it was just amazing. Mm. That, so. I mean, I love going to London mm. and I love shopping. But you can come back here. So I can come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've never lived in, a, I've lived in York, obviously a bigger town. I know it's not a high rise town. And I love, I love shopping. And, 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 yeah, and I love taking the kids shopping yeah. and um, we have a great time. And I do like all that. But and my husband's very sporty. So he surfs and he bike rides in Dolby Forest. Right, okay, and okay. I don't do any of that with him. Yeah, I'll have an hour reading a book. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Yeah. So well, if you, when your I, visitors come to you, what do you yeah. tell them about? Yeah. Um, Age-wise, mm -hmm. um, some of them will have to want to go off and do some day trips. Yeah. You mentioned bridge. Yeah. So, yeah, that way, nearly everybody goes to Whitby. Yeah. They all want to yeah. trip out to Whitby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they do that. Obviously, Dolby Forest means that way if they want more children and they want to do a little bit more sort of adventurous things. Yeah. Rainy days is a sea life centre. Rainy days are more of a of a problem. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But those are the days when we personally might do well because people yeah. will stay in and have snacks yeah. and we've got a big games room, we've got a swimming pool. So there's things that they can occupy yeah. themselves with. And obviously we can tell them that you can get the open top bus down at the, the front here, go all the way around the base, go to the spa, go up to the Esplanade Gardens. Yeah. yeah, and just taking those sites. Do you do have events here as well? Do you do, I don't know, do you have... Piano or something? Oh, as in entertainment. Yes, entertainment. That's, that's the word. Yeah, we do. Um, occasionally we do. Yeah. Not often. We don't have a regular mic night on a Thursday or a, or a 
uh, orchestra on a Saturday or anything. Yeah. We do, we'll do Faulty Towers nights, we'll do Murder Mystery nights, we'll do a Rat Pack night. We normally do those on weekends when we know we want to get our occupancy up so we can yeah. advertise it strongly. That's a great idea. And you've got your pool as well. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Yeah, and, and we have a leisure club. Oh, right. So, yes, yeah, so people can come and use that from 8 in the morning to late at night. And that works brilliant. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Pool there has gone. It has. <laughs> yes. It has, yeah. Yeah. And the new pool, that's had a bit of bad press recently. With, oh, um, has it? Mm, people saying that it's been closed, I don't know what, for, for certain days. Oh. Um, so they've gone to swim and they haven't. I mean, ours is not an Olympic-sized pool. It's more of an exercise pool, really. Yeah, it's very pleasant. Yeah. It's very, yeah I remember it's very pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I have been asking my phenomenal female business yeah. bosses, Helen, <laughs> is if there was just one thing that you, a piece of advice that you would give to a, a woman who's got an idea to start her business, maybe a hotel, maybe something completely different, mm-hmm. what would your advice be based my, on your experience? I would say my gut's telling me to say, step back from it sometimes mm-hmm. and see the bigger picture. Yeah. You get very bogged down with the day to day sometimes of running around like a lunatic with a you know headless chicken, kind of do this and do the banking and sort that member of staff out. And somebody's seen to have a smiling at a guest who's arrived at reception, very very bogged down, and, and you can get very head up and very overwhelmed with it. I would say, and I did feel that at times, and I think you know that kind of that old saying, sleep on it, yeah, step back and see the bigger picture and see where you're going. I think that will be my advice is slow down and step away from it and look at it. Great. Sound advice indeed. If people want to um, get in touch with you, find out more about the hotel or whatever, what do they need to do? Yeah, well, the website is very easy. It's Mm -hmm. parkmanor.co.uk. Obviously, they can contact me direct if they wanted to, and that's helen at parkmanor.co.uk. More than happy to speak to anybody. If I can, I'll give anybody any advice or any help. More than willing to. That's brilliant. Thank you so much, Helen. It's been lovely to have you. Thank you. In our conversation, Helen spoke about the importance of customer service and leading by example. Customer service is such an important marketing strategy, which is often overlooked, and I see a lot of businesses struggling with this. But it's five or six times easier and cheaper to get existing customers to buy again from you rather than constantly having to go out to find new customers. So it's important to get it right. It's vital to get it right. We need to ensure our team delivers great customer service every time so that our hotel guests would never think or dream of going anywhere else. Here are three quick tips to ensure your employees are fully engaged in your business so that they will deliver what you need to keep your customers coming back. Of course, before I share my three tips, we need to remember that it begins with you, the business owner. Your style of management creates the behaviours of your teams. If you're passionate and engaged, there's a greater chance that they will be too. So here are my three quick tips for you. So number one is be clear about roles and responsibilities. Make sure your employees are trained, agree KPIs, key performance indicators and hold your staff accountable to them. Number two is train them to think. A disease I see in business owners who were once self-employed is that to get the job done right, we think we have to do it ourselves, but that's not true. We need to be proactive in our management, get our employees trained to the standards we want them to perform to and hold them accountable. They'll be much more engaged. If you want to grow your business, then help to grow your employees. 
And number three is clear communication. It's crucial for it to keep your employees engaged. For example, what's your vision for your business? A great leader needs to keep staff focused on the vision and the team daily, not on their individual problems and themselves. Helen spoke about maybe the chef having a bad day and it wouldn't impact on the hotel guests, but it will impact on the team around. So it's important that they keep focus on the business vision. The leader's job is to communicate, talk to your staff, make sure they get congratulated on what's great more than they're disciplined for what's gone wrong. Ensure they know the common goals for the business, which is that everyone wins. So I hope that's been useful. If you're interested in learning more about how I might be able to help with employee engagement and customer service or any other aspect of your business, please feel free to get in touch. Thanks for listening. This has been your Ross Jones Bold Business Bite Show. If you'd like any further information about anything we've discussed today, please just get in touch. Go to businesscoachingyorkshire.co.uk. Please join me again next week when I'll be speaking with another phenomenal female business boss with bold business bites. And remember to subscribe to my show. Thanks for listening.